0: personally believe that whatever we do in our life primarily you should learn out of it if you're not adding value to yourself or to the society at large there's no point in taking up any project that you do and that will be meaningless unless it is able to provide you some kind of financial gain because (laughs) that keeps you motivated to keep doing it now having done that the the natural evolution is for you to be the messenger and give it back to the society you know and that's where you can make the impact so if you've had the income, the independence and then the impact, which means you learn, you earn and you return to the society and the creative satisfaction or the, the success, the real essence of success is when you are able to touch other people's life and you see that happiness when people come back to you and say, hey, you know what, Priti, I learned this from you and I got uh, orders this week and I earned around 12 to 15,000 rupees this week just by following what you told me. And that that's, that is that is incomparable to the kind of, you know, whatever uh, money you earn in life is not going to make you feel really happy. This feedback or this impact that you're making or the, the return that you're giving to the society is really the meaning and mission of life, I believe.
1: Exactly. That's such a wonderful point. I think, uh, you know, uh, living the life bigger than yourself. I mean, there's a purpose should be there that there's more Absolutely. than yourself. That you, Yeah, that's something that uh, I think we all should strive for. So, yeah, ma'am, uh, the very first question that I really want to ask you is you know, about your journey. I mean, uh, how you get into business and how and why baking? I mean, as you said, the baking, you are a baker by profession. So, how you get into baking? You Please share your journey since you are handling your business from last 10 years.
0: So yeah, so what happened was that uh, I was married and settled in Goa. Uh, my mm-hmm. husband's from Goa. So, we were there for a couple of years after which we moved to Bombay. Because yeah. Goa was not really commercially viable for us. He's an architect by profession, and real estate scene wasn't doing well at that point in time. So we decided, let's move to Bombay. Mm-hmm. Once I came to Bombay, I worked, uh, did some odd jobs here and there, and then I joined the ICSA group. Okay. Now, there, uh, being an IT enabled services, I, 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 it was a fast paced growth happening to me because I was at the right time at the right place. That industry was really growing fast. So, I joined as an advisor, you know, actually as a customer service associate who sits down and answers calls like, sir, how may I help you? What's the issue with your credit cards? Those kind of questions. Two, actually, when I uh, quit the job there after around 10 years uh, as a manager, okay. So, then I, uh, I quit because my daughter was born and I wanted to spend time with her. So, I took a sabbatical. Now, we had baking as a subject in school, okay, way back when I was in uh, 8, 9, 10. And I was totally fascinated by it. See, basically, cooking is one of the things that comes naturally to us in our family. My mother is a great home cook, and so I I thought, let's utilize this time to do some fun stuff for my child. I know everybody likes to do these things for their kids. And I think that's where the inspiration comes, you know, and that's a message I want to give to all my viewers that always these small little things, you know, they inspire you to do something bigger in life. And so my inspiration is my kid. And she's brilliant. Trust, trust me when I say this. I think she's going to be ten times bigger and better sure, than me. I'm sure she's going to be. <laughs>
1: I'm sure she's going to be.
0: Yes. Yeah. So when I started baking for her, it just came very naturally for me. I didn't really take up any course or anything. I just bought a few couple of books from Amazon. I got a nice uh, convection oven, and I started doing it. Yeah. Uh, while I was doing it, I realized that there is an, you know, there is a innate quality in me to actually do this and take this up and i always wanted to train people even when i was working for first source there were many opportunities i would take up to train people (laughs) so i decided that okay let me uh, whatever i know let me start teaching people i actually then decided that i need to get some official technical training so i joined uh, sophia polytechnic and you know there i actually took the technical training because see any business you start you need to build your credibility and for me that was important So, I learned under some big chefs uh, who taught me their skills and then I just started, you know, doing it from home and then started teaching, you know, for small amounts and uh, it came to a point where uh, my whole uh, house was like a chocolate factory, you know. Okay. Uh, the only lack was that i didn't have the Oompa Loompas to help me i had to do all the all, <laughs> all the hard time. work myself yeah. and my husband yeah. contributing where, which is where all the complaining came about saying that we can't continue like this we need to find a place where you can move all this and you know it will yeah. become we'll get more sanity at home rather than it looking like a factory
1: yeah
0: so i took up a commercial space i took up a shop and uh, i said okay i will do like you know two weeks uh, two days in a week training So my husband Mm -hmm. said, if you're going to do two days in a week training, this entire commercial premises is of no use. So why don't you set up a retail counter, hire some staff and start selling cakes. So that's how it started. Uh, Lucky for me, I started in December and uh, I launched on 25th of December, which is Christmas week. And the first day itself, I I clocked a sale of 25,000 rupees on my uh, first day of sale. Okay, that's That's huge. Like 8 years back, you're talking about. Exactly. Uh, I, I truly feel that, you know, all the good uh, blessings from my parents, my gurus, Mm -hmm. all the good wishes Mm -hmm. from my friends and family. You really need to have uh, that kind of grace for something like that to happen. And that's when it struck me that, oh, this is not just a hobby now, or it's Mm -hmm. not something that I'm doing, which is going to get me some extra money. This is real business. So I started a commercial unit and side by side I did training. Then after a year or so, I realized that the commercial space was you know the entire kitchen set up and the retail business was taking more space there was no space for training so i took up another room where i was doing training okay so you know the training kept on moving here and there and then and then i got very busy with the retail business so i stopped training altogether because i said let me just focus on streamlining this business it's giving me good income so it training in my mind but you know So, after like this seven years when the business is kind of stabilized and my team does a fantastic job, I have a great team and they manage it by themselves. I I just need to get involved for, you know, theme cakes or any kind of business management as such. But day-to-day operations, they do a fantastic job. So, that training uh, dream which was left behind in me, that kept haunting me, you know. So, I said, okay, now I need to widen my horizon and uh, that's how, you know, TLC happened. And I'm now a certified trainer just like you. Uh, on TLC and uh, so I did launch one course uh, which I did with a couple of uh, I had around four students where I was actually teaching them the business of baking you know everybody may have the skill but they don't understand that having baking as a skill how you can turn it into a business it takes to go that extra mile and make sure that you are actually making a lot of profits doing that uh, business so that's that's my journey so
1: far I think that's a wonderful journey and I think one thing that I can say about this journey is that you really found your passion I mean keep on chasing your passion and finally now you are you know taking it to the new level by teaching and helping out people in uh, starting their business absolutely yeah Yeah. and the next question that I really want to you know ask from this your journey is that uh, what were the real challenges that you faced I mean we all know starting a business how difficult it is but more then you know starting how uh, it's more difficult you know to scale that business because you started from scratch as you said and now you, have, you know scale it to uh to the level that you have today i mean you're clocking 50 lakh per annum on revenues so i just want to know what were the challenges that you faced and another question that is related to this is that uh what were the real you know lows what are the mistakes that you committed in your journey that you learned uh, because we all know entrepreneurship and running a business is full of a roller coaster ride. Absolutely. No, you made a lot of mistakes, you learn a lot of, but you unlearn a lot of things. Absolutely. So, yeah, please share. I think we're going to get a lot of perspective from that as well.
0: Yeah. So, firstly, my background was in my family, everybody was salaried. Okay. They all had bank jobs yeah. and LIC jobs, nobody in business. So, I had very little uh, experience as far as running a business is concerned. But yes, in ICSA one source. Uh, we had you know our own processes which we were accountable for even though we were employees we were told that we had to give them back in terms of a profit margin that we are going to make from the process so we were treated like business owners so to a certain extent that really that training really helped okay and when I actually started my business uh, the, the industry was pretty nascent at that time there were not that many standalone cake shops so luckily for me I was at the right place at the right time but the bigger challenge came when so in my locality I was probably only the second cake shop after Mongenese. okay and Mongenese is okay. everywhere everybody knows that okay and after I opened in a span of around 3 to 4 years right now there are around 10 to 12 cake shops in that locality itself and it's not a big locality okay so there was the biggest challenge that I faced was competition okay uh, and that's how the market evolves now you can't avoid competition there's always going to be someone better than you and someone uh, you know cheaper than you someone giving you giving the sun, moon and the stars for the same price that you are giving exactly. Okay, so it did disturb me for a little while it, okay. it really put me off my uh, goal and it made me think that oh my god am I really doing the right thing or am, can I sustain it but okay. what I noticed is that if you keep on persevering okay, and you just continue to do what you are doing consistently in terms of quality in terms of customer service your okay. customer loyalty does stay with you okay they don't really switch they might go once in a while to the competition and come back but they will want to stick with you so that that uh, you know learning cycle was quite a hardship quite a heartache actually I can say because there will be days you know when uh, you'll feel that oh I should have hit this as my revenue but I didn't really but Yeah. yeah you'll eventually get to that point where you'll meet your numbers and everything will be fine the second challenge I had was that everybody who came and bought a cake from me or saw my, uh, you know, entire growth, they kept on telling me, oh, you need to franchise. I want your franchise. Tell me, we'll open 10 shops. You don't want to do anything. You know, just give me a franchise fee and I will do it. You know, everybody thinks they are the founder from McDonald's and they can set up a franchise for you. Yeah. So <laughs> I just watched that movie yesterday. So it's playing on my mind. Yeah. So I got all, you know, fascinated by it, spent a lot of money trying to build up a contract and trying to understand the different models and I don't deny that that model is bad, okay Uh, the entire model of franchising is a very good model, just that I think you need to have a lot bigger team and uh, you need to have a lot more resources and you should be cut out for doing something like that like you know, appetite for growing to that extent and contributing to that extent in terms of money, people time, all of that so I realized that that's not what I was really looking for. You know, I wanted my uh, cake shop to be unique, standalone, not to be duplicated in such a way that you know it loses its charm and its quality or whatever. Uh, I really don't know. I did try it out. It didn't really work for me that much. That doesn't mean that I'm not really going to do it again. Maybe in the future I might still explore it if things work out. But uh, that whole process again was very uh, a lot. I won't say a waste of time. A learning experience for sure. But. A digression from what I was doing. I feel that you know at that point in time, if I had not really got into it and just focused on what I was doing and doing something different in my existing business, it would have given me a lot more revenue. Exactly. So that's as far as the law is concerned, and of course, you know the economic conditions in terms of demonetization and the coronavirus situation, coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, all this, and it's not just to me. I think it happened universally. Yeah. So we all have those setbacks, but I can assure, I can tell you that there have been some highs as well. Like some of my customers just refuse to eat cake till the time I don't open. And now they have come back wow. and they're saying, Priti will buy only cake from you. They'll bake something at home, which Wonderful. looks like a cake. And, yeah. yeah. So that that feeling, you know, it's it's yeah. really, really nice. You feel I think like really
1: motivates, it really motivates you, especially when you're down, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I was like, yeah, I don't have to worry. God is kind and he will... Yeah. He will make sure that, you know, everything works out because there is hard work from my team, there is a commitment to quality, so all these things will eventually deliver. Yes. Exactly.
1: I think just uh, a wonderful I mean journey that you had. And I also, you know, strongly believe that we should be you know, experimenting with things. It's okay if it's things too. don't work out. I think experimentation is so important. Yes because thank some you some something's gonna work out, some things might not be, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, the next thing is related to, I mean, time management, how you cope up with your schedule? Because uh, we all know how difficult it is, you know, apart from cash flow, the very next thing that is very important for every business owner or, you know, entrepreneur is to you know, manage their time. How do you cope up with your schedule? I mean, you're hand- handling baking, training, and now you're venturing into coaching as well. So how you manage oh, that?
0: Honestly <laughs> speaking, I am not very good at it. Okay. Because I okay. Always, always overcommit. Uh, on things and then I stretch myself Uh, I Mm -hmm. think um, I have a lot of support I cannot deny that I think you are able to manage your time well if you are learning to delegate so as far as my uh, baking unit is concerned I have a fantastic team they will let me know exactly where they need my help and they know that they will get it from me at the home front you know I have as far well as my husband and my daughter is concerned, they are not the uh, kind of demanding ones. I have set up a good network and I do a lot of planning. Okay, so basically, uh, I'm I'm an avid, crazy planner. You know, I would want to write from what will be made for breakfast to, uh, you know, how things need to be done. That's how I manage my home on a very strict, uh, as far as time management is concerned, the only thing that I really struggle with is you know committing at the spur of the moment to people and, and say oh i will do it i will do it. you know that's learning to say no at that point is something that i'm really struggling with but i'm learning i think it's all about managing priorities such if you are really fond of something so you you know there are as a woman you'll always have a little bit of guilt oh i'm compromising on my time with my kid while i'm doing this you know or i'm compromising at my work to be with my kid there's always going to be there i think that's the way we are brought up we can't help it. I'm making sure my daughter doesn't feel guilty ever, you know, for having uh, uh, not looked at her house, which is messy. I'm like, forget it; it doesn't matter. Just focus on what you love. Important, you know. The house can be cleaned. Don't worry about that. So, uh, it's 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 a tough job, but yes, I I think fairly 60 um, percent. I would say I'm there. I would like to be at 90 95 percent, but I'm working towards it.
1: Amazing, amazing. I think uh, for all the entrepreneurs, those who are struggling to manage their time, I think uh, you got a lot of perspective from that, that you need to plan and you yes. need to be a good planner and, you know, in terms to and saying no to the things that you Absolutely. don't like doing. Exactly, exactly. So, um, and the next question is related to uh, the entrepreneurship. I mean, we are facing some of the toughest, uh, you know, time in today's world, you know, especially from last six months and uh, the working class face a lot of uh, death and they're losing jobs and, you know, job security is an issue. Now, how entrepreneur, and I strongly believe that uh, we need more entrepreneurs today than ever before because there are so many, you know, problems plaguing our world and our societies. So, what's your take on that? I mean, on generally on the entrepreneurship.
0: I think uh, most people are looking at this pandemic as uh, adversity. I am looking at this as an opportunity. I feel that this is the right time. You know, look at it like this. Okay, I was talking Mm -hmm. to somebody who's an event planner a couple of days back, Mm -hmm. and he said, "You know what, Priti? uh, I personally feel." august or september at the most everything will return to normal mm-hmm. okay i'm very optimistic i'm a born optimistic person that's another big uh, thing with me nice. <laughs> yeah so if in case everything goes back to normal the people have not had an opportunity to go out and have fun for the last six to eight months okay mm-hmm. they have been holding on to their money their their needs their desires or they are born to go out and have a good time okay not just you know in terms of having a uh, get-togethers or anything but really spending. okay they haven't really spent in the last six months there is this fear oh my god you know we are going to lose our jobs you are not going to have money so let me keep whatever money i have safely so six months down the line uh you know this market is going to explode with people who want to buy things there's that psychological impact which is there and there is also this commercial yeah. need which is going to come up so tell me if that is not the right time and the right place for you to be then when is it going to be okay so you have either an option to sit down and sulk and fear about the uncertainty or plan and work towards what you can achieve maybe three months down the line or six months down the line. So it is, you know, in a, we are in a land of opportunities in India at the moment. Okay, Anybody who has a little bit of skill or potential or mm-hmm. some kind of experience uh, can explore the market and create an income source for themselves. It's just that they have to make up their mind that this is the what they want to do. I have known of you know housewives who started with very small amounts are today sitting at home like spending only three or four hours in a day and really making a lot of money they have a different aura about themselves and the way they carry themselves it's really made them feel so good you know people who have lost their job have quickly turned around the things gone and seen what is available online let me start and adapt to this change as soon as possible so if you're one of those people who's probably lost their job or you know you're looking at uh, maybe they've got a pay cut. You know, it, In a very uh, extreme situation, people have lost their job. Mm-hmm. Or some people who have lost a, a little bit of their income. Or if there is a businessman because of the lockdown, they have not had any revenue. Now, remember that these are people who will have more passion to go and succeed. So it yeah. is just adapting to that change looking for that right opportunity and just going ahead and grabbing that opportunity at the moment that is what i would say
1: i think you have said the quite a right word that is adaptation i mean adaptive yeah. you need to be adaptive because uh, in today's challenging times and as uh, you know charles darwin said that we uh, the, it's the survival of the fittest and when we say fittest it's the adapter basically you need to adapt as per the situations yeah and so this is where i think the work from home business is such an important thing i think it can be a real solution to the today's problem that there are so many people who have that passion and the skills but they are not aware how to start and where to start and how to begin. You know they are not ready to take that first step. So how you can you know what are you gonna say to those people? Those you know just, uh, they don't know how to start and where to start. And in today's time. Uh, so yeah, please. Uh,
0: Since uh, till probably a month or uh, uh, sorry, sorry say it's four months back, people would have said work from home means ya to maternity leave pe ho, physically mm-hmm. handicapped ho, ya you travel nahi kar ho, aap work from home. Okay. Uh, companies were not willing to offer work from home to a lot of employees Uh, and people used to think that work from home is only because physically you cannot be at the office for some reason now it has become mandatory okay you never know when the government is going to really allow you to start functioning in that way where everybody can start to come and they are actually looking at it as a model and saying wow this is fantastic it works for me because my cost goes down and the employee is working from home so he has more flexibility so i know some some big companies who have already offered it as a permanent solution to employees, okay? So that's a great opportunity, you know, people are going to be a lot more productive, they are going to be able to save time on traveling and things like that, and a lot more people who for other reasons couldn't really move out of their house, like maybe they had somebody sick at home, or they had a handicap situation, or something like that, you know, and they couldn't have a special child at home, you can't get out, so that is one angle of it, okay? So for them, the opportunities are open for companies offering them jobs, Okay? Okay. What I am focusing on are entrepreneurs from home, which is called as home pruners. Okay, that's a new term I've come up with. Basically, home pruners are people who are entrepreneurs who want to start their business from home. Yeah. Now, you uh, may have uh, been in a situation where you didn't really have the opportunity to get out and work. Like, for example, when I took the sabbatical and I was taking care of my daughter, she was young. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really go out and work because nobody was there to take care of my daughter. Similarly, you might have a situation, but that, that that should not be something that stops you from, you know, continuing to follow your passion. It's just a limiting factor. So give a limited time, give a limited resource. Okay. And there are multiple opportunities. When I'm doing my research now to offer as my course to, my, uh, to the people, I'm saying there's affiliate marketing, any business you name, okay, there is yes. any business you name right now, there's always a portion of it, which you can do from home okay there's always maybe there is a back-end work which you can do there's processing work which you can do selling you can do you can do training coaching uh, you know any skill that you have for example tailoring or needlework or cooking or any of those or oh, computer programming you know i'm not just talking about domesticated skills you might have you might have high end uh, like one of my sister-in-law is an excellent content writer okay so she chose to work from home and she's now tied up with two big companies in bangalore and she's doing a fantastic job i mean she's earning quite a lot of money without actually getting out of her house and just giving maybe three hours a day so i think everybody should start thinking that maybe i need to start that now and that is the whole idea behind my course which i'm developing to You may not, I don't want you to waste your time trying to find out what is good for you. Let me do that research and share it with you so you will be in a better position. So we are going through two steps in that entire course. The first part is about self-realization, about understanding what you're good at. What do you, what is the need in the market and what you can fulfill? Are you really cut out to do this business from home? It takes a lot of uh, discipline. It takes a lot of commitment and you should also Accept that you might have to upskill yourself, brush up your skills, you know, give committed time and set expectations with people in your family, all those aspects. So the first part is self-realization and the second part is obviously the opportunities in the market. That's how this entire thing is what I'm planning
1: i think uh, this is going to give a lot of perspective and a lot of value to the people those who are really you know passionate and they want to do something but don't know where to start and mm-hmm. how they can you know take that first step how they can you know just find that uh, first thing in their business and then you know, scale from there so um, the last question and the final advice that you really want to give uh, to the women out there who have those you know skills have the passion to do something but you know they have other responsibilities as well other you know commitments due to which they are afraid or they are, don't have the time to begin so, what's your say on that?
0: I, I think that, uh, you know, women are just built very differently. They are mm-hmm. unique and only they can achieve what uh, I, I might yeah. sound a little biased here, Sachin. I'm sorry. No, i totally
1: okay. <laughs> totally okay. I mean, I strongly believe the same. I think uh, I also have the same values as well.
0: Yeah, I think there is a certain bit of that grit, you know, and that, uh, what do you call Mm -hmm. that power in them, which makes them feel uh, like they are Rani Lakshmi Bhai or whatever. You know,
1: just... just I'm totally aligned on this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Taking it to a next level. All I'm saying is that, you know, don't let anything uh, stop you from realizing Mm -hmm. what you want to do. Okay, it's not a sure shot uh, success or a failure that you're going to get. Just as there is a 50% 50% chance of failure, there's also a 50% chance of success. Okay. So you just need to decide for yourself, make a resolution, and slowly, bit by bit, it doesn't, the change doesn't happen overnight. Okay. When you decide that you want to do something, it, it starts with you changing yourself and setting expectations around you, building a support system around you, and then slowly focusing on what you want to do it's a gradual transformation which happens because you know what we've built over the years it takes a very long time for us to build a system at home okay as women to manage our and we are, let's, let's face it we are Indian women we don't just marry into one person we marry into a family, we marry into a household so you know and the household is changing, the people around you are also changing so they will also appreciate it okay so you just need to stay calm keep focus on your goal take you know one step at a time and eventually, again and again, I'm saying, this is the time. There can be no better time than now to start something. It's always a good time. Like Guru Murali says, today is a good day. Today, good day. Is, today is Ganesh Chaturthi, uh, Anand Chaturthi or uh, the Sankashti Chaturthi anyway. So let's say that that is the reason for <laughs> yeah. today being a good day. Yeah. So, you know, let like, like, uh, I'll be very happy if anybody who's watching this, uh, you know, interview decides to start something on their own. So I'm here to help if anybody needs any help. And don't let anything stop you because sky is the limit, guys, you know. But and success is it nasha you know nako up Purlo and then there is no stopping you can just keep going you know it, the, the divine force will guide you you just have to keep going there
1: yes i can feel your energy I think uh, I, i'm sure people are also feeling that energy i mean the way the passionate you are about business and helping out people i think we can all you know get it from there so ma'am, how they can reach out to coach Preeti if they really want to you know that advice or they really want any consultation related to how to start the business work from home so how they can reach out to you
0: Uh, I have a Facebook page by the name Coach Preeti. Uh, I'll share the link with you, which you can put it down here. My telephone number and all the details over there. I'm on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Uh, My profile name is Preeti Mangesh Muzumdar. So you can connect with me. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking to, uh, I have a lot of people who are asking me for, you know, people who are interested in working from home for them okay whether it's a financial market or affiliate marketing uh, simple things like that so if you are somebody who's looking for that uh, join my page and ask me for the details i'll be happy to connect you i'll be happy to guide you
1: i think uh, thank you so much ma'am i hope you guys uh, get a lot of perspective on this how to start the business how you know you can scale and you know especially learn a lot from the journeys of uh, mrs priti so thank you so much ma'am thank you so much for this wonderful and energetic session on uh, entrepreneurship uh, homepreneurship and all the very best for your mission that you are on on helping out you know more than 1000 uh, 100000 people in fact uh, to start their business so thank, thank you so much me. it's a yeah, pleasure having you
0: yeah, thank you, Sachin, so much for giving me this opportunity. I really feel uh, very special that you chose me. Uh, I hope I've done justice to this interview, and sure. you also very the very best. I've been seeing your interviews; you're doing a fantastic job. It's all the best for me too.
1: You. Thank, thank you so much, man. I'm the feeling wise I hope you guys must have enjoyed this episode, guys, and uh, and gained a lot of perspective on entrepreneurship and how you can start your business. So I will see you in the next episode. And till then, take care. Bye bye.